What is it from Saturday Night Live where you're like, I'm busy. I'm what? The, I had oh, to kind of mumble because yeah. I didn't want to like say exactly <laughs> your birthday stuff. 51, man. Okay, you're owning it. I so, never have ever lied about my age, except when I was under 21. <laughs> I was going to say, come on, from 14 on, I've I was 21. I've only ever projected forward, so let's pretend I'm 55. That's fine. I don't care. Let's pretend I'm 70 because then I look real good for okay, 70. That's the strategy that I know. We need you to walk be going up and you with. tell people I look seven. I'm 70. And they're like, what? You're like, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, which leads me to this weird story about being in Colorado. And so I have breast implants. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered what it's going to be like when I'm in my like 70s and 80s and I still have breast implants. Oh, I right? can tell you. <laughs> and so you're going to look like all the stuff is falling down, but your breast implants. So I'm like, okay, when is the time that I need to get these out so I'm not that person who from behind looks 80 and then turns around and looks 55? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. And I do because I've been to public bathhouses, so I can actually tell you what that's like. Public bathhouses? Where are you going, girl? Spa Castle in New York. Okay. and actually, well, this didn't happen in Japan. So like but spas. Yeah, but I mean, that's like a, that's a bathhouse. You know what I mean? I love that you called it a bathhouse, though. Everyone else is, co- I guess in it Japan, is it is a bathhouse. It's You're a bathhouse. Right. It is not just a, because when you say spa here, people are like, oh, I'm getting a facial yes. and I am in yes, my yes. robe. No, these are like pools that you, and then there's like a sleep yes, room and then right. there's all these things. So we have communal, um, uh, we have communal, like up in Ely, there's like steams, communal steams, like That's community. Yeah. yeah. I wish we would have more. I know that sounds weird. This is weird. Okay. We're going to talk about the top two in hour two. Giving the old one top. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two. In our two. All right. Give me two. All right. These are things that we love and can't stop thinking about, want to talk about and want to bring to you. Basically, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You start. Okay. So I'm going to start with the fact that I got a tattoo last night. You <laughs> did. I know. I got a refresh on my tattoo, and I'm not going to show it to you guys yet because it's got to heal because it looks all weird when it's not healed. So, um, and I don't know. Maybe my artist will post it. But Heather Kim is the woman at Minneapolis Tattoo, and I just have to speak so loudly and proudly about her work and as a person. I had an idea of what I wanted. I came to her with this idea. She said, okay, let me think on it. And then she kind of went away with it. 
And she came back and she's like, well, this is what you didn't ask for. And then it's what it is. And it's a couple of leaves and things like that. But I don't want to. It's hard for me because I don't want to spoil it because there's a really good story around it. But I want to give that to you when it's ready. But what I want to tell you is that Heather Kim has been on the radio show because she's a pastry chef. Yes. And so she remember she was on for Sweet Revenge. I do. Her book. And she came in and she talked about (laughs) crazy things. And I we laughed about it last night. But I just want to recommend, like, if you are looking for a tattoo artist and someone, she it's hard to book her up. Like, you have to, like, think ahead. So if you're even thinking about it, maybe make a plan and then make an appointment with Heather Kim at Minneapolis Tattoo. And you won't be disappointed. She also tattooed my friends Molly Herman, who has been on the show, and Joy Summers, and other friends of ours. So it's a, she's a, definitely a food person. She's got... I love the fact that she has pasta tattooed on her arm. Of course. It's so great. Um, but anyway... I love her. So I'm shouting her out today. Okay. I have two things that really aren't food. One is sort of food related. Yeah. So there is a local company and it is called Delicacies Mm -hmm. and they make jewelry that is in the shape of like pasta or vegetables. It's kind of all food focused. Yeah. And it's real cute. I got a tomato. I got stuff, some dumpling earrings. And they, um, I used to have help. a little necklace that's spicy from them. Now I'm yeah. remembering that. Remember that? And yeah. like a little pineapple for hospitality. And when you purchase from them, so if you get something for like Valentine's Day, for instance, mm-hmm. or whenever, they provide meals to the hungry with Great. your purchase. So Perfect. every purchase benefits, um, meals. Yes. Now I'm going to give you one that's also not food, and then I'll do a food one at the end. Okay. If we have time. Okay. And this is like going to sound ba- terrible because it's your birthday and you're 51. But. <laughs> I got this product about a month ago and I was a former smoker. So I'm kind of sensitive about lip wrinkles and lip wrinkles are very hard to do much about without looking like a real housewife and plumping your face up with all kinds of junk. Yeah, there is a product and it's called Revox Line Relaxer. And I swear to God, it works. Oh, so it's just this little serum that you pump on your finger and you just rub it on the top of your lip and my lip wrinkles are noticeably less. Wow. And I just am like, wow, this so you're is a really great product. That I need this product. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important for me. Yeah. It has eight peptides, hyaluronic acid, and arnica, which is healing. Great. Um, I got it at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, which. How much and, was it for like how much? Because that's I always really, a thing. I don't know, so I'll research it. Okay, because I just added it to my face bill. I gotta quite. T- I gotta tell you that, like, it's sort of shocking when you even go to Target and there's like in the little face serums area, it's like fifty bucks for like three ounces of stuff, and you're just like, is that really worth it? I mean, okay, is that and real? I would say some things are and some things aren't. But this aren't. is the hardest part. Who it's one hundred and twenty-eight to one hundred and forty-five. Someone has it for two hundred and fifty-eight. Wow, it is. It works though. So. If you're sensitive about these and it helps you feel a little less sensitive, because like I don't want my lipstick to start running and you know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen people that sure as you age and then the lipstick runs and eh. sure. So, okay. It's called Revision Revox Line Relaxer. Okay. All right. And I do have another food one. Do you want my other food one? Do we have time? Well, yeah, I haven't even done my second one. So. Sorry, you're still on the show. I'll be here all morning also, besides Hanson. Um, I just wanted to shout out the uh, France 44 team for what they're doing 
uh, the expansion. Have you Neat. seen what they're doing? I'm very excited about it. Yeah, they are. Um, they are doing uh, a very cool thing, which I'm excited because you know we have this idea that in Minnesota you have to have your liquor store on one side and your you know your food store on another. They don't get to go together, and I think we've done really good by just accepting that and like bobbing and weaving. Lord knows. Everyone has, like, Trader Joe's has a liquor store outside of it. Costco has a liquor store next to it. You know, everybody's, like, in other states, they get to have them in the same area. But, you know, and it is kind of weird to think, like, you're going to go buy your honey, and then you're going to go buy your beer on the same aisle. Like, to me, that, as a Minnesotan, we just never had that. So it kind of feels a little weird anyway. Yeah. But anyway, I love the fact that these guys are expanding and not opening a restaurant necessarily, but opening an education space. And so what they're doing is they're revamping the store. They're going to open a a rooftop patio with a demo kitchen and classroom space. And I got to say, their classes have been the most interesting and fun to me. I mean, I've taken a couple pairing classes. I did a cheese tasting class with some master cheese makers. And I'm just going to say, I just I'm really excited for them. And they're doing it really thoughtfully. And the main reason they're doing it is because they have such talented staff. They want to keep their people and give them more opportunities. And so for as much as we hear about bad employers who treat their staffs like, you know, garbage, these guys are actually continuing to innovate with that in mind, with keeping their talented people in the right. house. So that's what I love about them. Okay, what's your last one? Okay, my last one is, and I can't think of the name of it. Um, so I have this beautiful, oh, it is Moser Glass. Oh. And these are tart stands. They have salt and pepper shakers. It's that really lovely sea green or really aqua blue. They have white. They have black. They have these beautiful array of Mosher made in the United States glassware at Golden Fig. Oh. I had a little retail therapy moment this week. And oh, I went and bought my cake stand. I loved that. And I have two. I have a seafoam green one that's big. But I was doing a TV thing and it looked too big for what. So I was like, I need one that's a little bit smaller. Mm -hmm. So I went and got a white one that's just something about putting like desserts, piling up brownies or cookies or something on a cake stand feels magical. I love it. And I don't use mine. I had books. I have books on mine sitting on my on my shelf. But I mean, that's cool, too. I know it's fine, but I love it. And I wish actually mine is from my mom. I stole hers once. I never gave it back. So I need to get one. I need to get another one. Probably. (laughs) It's uh, it's a great place to go. They also have like these little heart shaped boxes and just cute if you're looking for Valentine's Day gifts for kitchen people, I would stop there. I think it's a great spot. For sure. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have some we have some stuff. We just have more stuff. We got a lot of stuff for the next hour, you guys. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is The Week the Dish, brought to you by Knob Creek on My Talk 1071. All right. So if you had tickets to Adele, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> Let's just start there. My friend Scott, like, he was like, oh, I never real? get tickets for anything. And I'm not a lucky person. And he's like, I just went online. I did all the stuff you have to do. And I was like the 30th ticket buyer. So he ended up with like great seats. And then she canceled. So he was like, I knew it was too good to be true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you know what I am going to see? What are you going to go see? In Las Vegas. Oh, so when are you going to Speaking Las Vegas? Of, at the end of March. Oh, okay, okay. We have to go pick up the van. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Kurt and I are going to go see Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack in Silk Sonic. Oh, I know, doesn't that sound yes, fun? That's like they're cool. gonna be in their seventies leisure suits and all like sexy. Oh, nice. Yeah. I asked Kurt, I was like, but he was like 
all caps, yes. Oh, great. So I was like, oh, that's going to be so fun. That's going to be totally fun. It was so expensive, too. Was it? And the best part about, like, so you really have to think about, is this an experience I want to have? Because it was a lot. Yeah. Even, like, the medium good tickets were a real lot. And then it was like, do you want insurance on your tickets? Because they're non-refundable. Well, if I'm spending, you know, a quarter of my child's college tuition on a ticket to a concert, yeah, I probably better get the $75 insurance. Yeah. But I know it's going to be like where if someone cancels because of COVID, the insurance doesn't. It's going to be something weird like that. But I bought it anyway. Okay. All right. I digress. I digress. I like a good fast food story. You know, I like a good fast food. McDonald's is doing something that I think is kind of interesting. And McDonald's is... On my list of fast food, it's in my top five. Wow. But it's not like I go out of my way for it unless it is the Egg McMuffin. I do love a good Egg McMuffin. Wow. You're surprised it's in my top five? I am. Well, what's in your fast food top five? I mean, I guess it's Culver's and Chipotle and... Culver's would be in mine. Yeah. And I just don't eat. I don't know if I have a top five. If you really think about it, yeah. like I don't go to Taco Bell. I don't go to. I, I haven't gone to McDonald's in probably like ten years. Yeah. See, we're on the road so much. That I know, and it's totally different. It's like, like that's all you. So you're like, okay, yeah, I can eat this. Sonic. I would pick Sonic over that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like Shake Shack. Those are like. Yeah, the, I would like say Shake Shack is kind of like. Mm-hmm. All right. This the hard part, and I'm just gonna frame it up. The reasoning why I you see McDonald's like all through college. I mean, that was the hangover, the double quarter pounder with cheese and yep. a Coke. That was like the Sunday morning gig, but. So then I stopped, right? And then like a like about seven after about like a couple of years of not eating it, I got one again, and I was like, all it tastes like is salt and like texture. Like they didn't all it was like salt and like a I weird sawdusty that. texture. So I that's why it's not always just because it's a weird company, but it's mostly because I just think I that my taste went somewhere else. I can see that. So. I'm not trying to be and super judgy. too, like in your mind, it tastes like something and then you have it. And this is how I feel a little bit about Taco Bell because they've changed the formulation of the meat oh. to be more like meat protein. Oh, oh. So oh. it's different. Okay. But yeah, we digress. Mm-hmm. McDonald's is doing something I think is kind of fun and it is only available on their app. So oh. this is a way to so get you to actually... download the app. Okay. Yep. And what they're doing is, is they are... Allowing you to have menu hacks that you can order, okay? okay? And you can order them through the end of the month, which is starting, oh, it starts January 31st. Yes. So, and the way the tagline is, it's like, because this is an our menu, it's your menu, whatever. Oh, okay. But here's some of the hacks that are on this app that people go in and order at McDonald's, and some of them sounded good. Okay. One is the hash brown McMuffin. Which, so, genius. Yeah, it's the egg McMuffin, but there's the hash brown patty, which I love. I get the combo, which gives you the egg McMuffin. You get a hash brown patty and you get a cup of coffee, but I sub that for a milk. That's my order when I'm coming home from the cabin early in the morning. Wow. I, I will stop and do this. So the idea that you could put that hash brown patty in the McMuffin and order it like that, I loved. That's got to be something that everybody has been doing and they just are Completely. finally like saying, okay, we'll do it for you. Yes. How about this one? Um, surf and turf. <laughs> so this one is the double cheeseburger <laughs> and the fish sandwich, but it's all like layered and built into a giant stack. 
<laughs> it's the filet fish and the double cheeseburger. Wow. Yes. Okay. And it looks pretty good. I mean, not for me, but I, I, I wouldn't. This is a trashy, wonderful moment yes, is what that is. Exactly. I appreciate that. Okay. How about this one? The crunchy See, double. That I, this I can get behind. Maybe. 100%. Yeah. So this one is you imagine a double cheeseburger on the top. And then a layer of chicken McNuggets with barbecue sauce on them, and then the bottom bun. Yeah, it's and so it's just putting double. your nuggets underneath your burgers. I have to tell you that there's a certain person in my life who does get instead of French fries a side of nuggets when he orders a cheeseburger anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> anywhere. I can see He's that. like, I don't need those fries. I just want chicken. I'm like, so you're having a burger and chicken tenders. It's okay. a lot of protein. It's a lot of protein. So. This McDonald's isn't the only person getting in on this like hack app situation. Yeah. Because I was looking and one of my personal favorites, Taco Bell, does this too. Oh. Um, What they do is if you have this online ordering, you can pick it up at your favorite Taco Bell. But they're online exclusives that are only available to be ordered on the app. So, again, kind of a mashup of different things. Yeah. So the Quesarito. Yes. Which is, have what you is had that? a quesadilla nope, before? I've never had one. Okay, so it's a queso. Is it like a quesadilla? Wrapped around oh. chili burrito. Okay. Basically. Okay. How about the black bean quesadilla? So, same concept, but instead of the meat filling, you're going to have um, black beans. Yep. Then there's a black bean chalupa supreme. Okay. Which again, you don't, they don't really have black beans. It's kind of a special side order thing. So it's like a secret menu, basically. That's right. Okay. And then they have the Crave Box that is your Crave Box. So you can build your own Crave Box instead of going through the drive through and ordering whatever their Crave Box is. Um, the funniest part about this that I can't stop seeing yeah. is. Are you seeing the giant warning label that I'm seeing? If you follow the link and tell me if you notice it on on on, on the Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. No, I don't have a warning label. So, oh, uh, what is that? <laughs> oh, sodium warning. There is like I. They must have to put this for legal reasons. There is a sodium warning that is so big it almost eclipses the entire directions of how you can order this special box. Um. Do you okay? Here's a question. Does this seem funny to you? It does. But can I ask you this too? Do you ever look at those calories that are right there next to the price points? Um, I try not to, but yes, I do notice. So you do notice them, and do you make any decision based on that? I just feel shamed. Oh, you do. I still order what I want to order. Okay. And do you then go okay? But if I eat this, then I'll think about yeah. Like I think a quesarito for three ninety nine, it's got to be so. It's a four dollar piece of food. It's yep. got to be like this big. It can't be very big, right? It's not. It's kind of like the size of a chili. Calories is like, a, I mean, it's a lot to yes. like then not to think you're not full. Do you know what I do, Stephanie? <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I think oh, I just won't eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just. I love this. Okay, we're going to keep talking about random things, so we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, but I would love to hear what other people have for hacks, and maybe we're going to talk a little bit about secret menus. Okay, on the Weekly Dish. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, if you missed any of this, uh, as as I like to say, sparkling content, then uh, you can always find us on podcasting. You can listen to us on Wednesday. It doesn't have to be on a Saturday. And you it can, can be still... my birthday all week if you listen to this all week long. <laughs> and you can send us uh, texts throughout the week, too. Right, we exactly. Still we try. We try. Um, I kind of wanted to continue your moment a little bit yeah. because I found, as I we were talking, and I found these um, 
hacks, these uh, men- secret menu items from Shake Shack, and remembering that the you know the very first Shake Shack drive-through in the nation is up in Maple Grove. And so if you want to maybe do one of these that. things and drive through, I have to tell you that those fries last like were great. I love the Shake Shack crinkle fries. They're great. Um, one of the Shake Shack, I just found this thing. One of the things, this was so interesting to me, a peanut butter bacon cheeseburger. How do you feel about that? Like it's probably good. Yeah, right. I mean, Elvis did that. I know. He wasn't. The weird thing is the peanut butter is peanut butter burgers have been around for a long time. And they can be I mean it's savory. Yeah. Peanut butter can be savory. Yes. Here's how you order a bacon shack burger and ask for a side of peanut sauce. And then you drizzle the saucy peanut topping all over the patty and th- and squinch it together. That even makes it better because it's not peanut butter. It's right. peanut sauce. sauce. I love right? peanut sauce. So it's a life-changing moment. That's what they say. Like it. I know. Um, apparently, you can get a protein-style burger uh, for the health-obsessed, gluten-free, and participants of Carb-Free Tuesday. Shake Shack has the burger. They It says all the components of a typical Shack burger minus the potato buns. It's a protein-style burger. uses refreshing lettuce in place of buns. So you, all you have to say is order your Shack Burger bunless, and then you just get like it wrapped in lettuce. Did you know the that? Unwitched. That's easy. I do know that. I've done this. Yeah, I've unwitched everywhere. You have unwitched, right? Okay. There's something at the Shake Shack called the Quad Burger. Four patties. <laughs> it's four times the meat. Yum. <laughs> Two pounds of beef. Oh my god! Just imagine your stomach after that. Oh god! It says order one of their burgers with four meat patties. I mean, like, right? Okay. I mean, I suppose you can do that. That doesn't seem like a hack as much as like a. Oh Gluttonous my god! What are you doing? Experience. Right? I know. Do you know that they have a grilled cheese? Uh. No, but I like grilled cheese. Right. It says a modern take on an old-fashioned favorite. Shake Shack transformed a plain old grilled cheese into a piece of sandwich heaven. They grilled their potato buns inside out until the buns are golden and crispy. And then it just oozes ooey-gooey cheese on those buttery buns. Yes, please. Hello. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, there it is. Um, so that was that. I was just interested because I do, I was thinking about if the burger chains that I really like, I obviously like Shake Shack a lot, but... I don't know if I'm looking at the... Co- I, that would be a place where I probably am not looking at the calorie content. Nope. Like, I'm already going in thinking, oh, this is the this treat. This is the moment. This is the treat of the day. Um, okay. So, I did have a list, you guys, of... Uh, I wanted to kind of run down, because I was thinking about gifts, and I was thinking, I have a lot of birthdays coming up. Not just mine, yep. but I have other people that I'm buying for. And so, I found this great list called Best Cookbooks of 2021, and I know that we go through them and we kind of like, we always preview them, but we never really know what's really successful mm-hmm. until later. And I have to say, shout out to you, Hanson, for giving me um, a book for my birthday called Ripe Figs from author Yasmin Khan. And it's recipes and stories from Turkey, Greece, and Cyprus. And it's exciting. It's also, there's some really poignant immigrant stories in there mm-hmm. about people coming and how they found their self through food. Well, that is on, it's not on the top 10 list here, but it's on the runners up list. And it's also on the top British and Irish list. Oh, great. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. This is good. And I love, it does say like, it says Eastern Mediterranean has stood as a meeting point between East and West, bridging cultures and cuisines through trade, commerce, and migration. And I love that idea. Like the Ottoman empire. And this would be one of those ones that I'd start to read these stories. And then I would like research and I would go down the history hole of like, you know, I love sending you down a history, history hole. hole. We like to say that. All right. So the top 10 cookbooks, you guys that, that they have said that eat your books, you know, which is one of our favorite, mm-hmm. you know, sites. Um, these are the data just for a little bit of a moment. These are from 330 lists and there were 2,795 votes 
546 different books made the list and 187 cookbooks had only one vote. So they have all of these lists. And the number one cookbook, I think, is it say top 10? I don't know if it's a countdown or not, but the one they loved the most was the Black Food, Black Food Stories, Art and More. Then seven to have five recipes from across African diaspora. Mm-hmm. Diaspora? diaspora? Diaspora. Diaspora. I think is how you say it. And I think that this is a groundbreaking book. People love this. The Black Food Ways within America is something that, you know, there's really a lot of interest in finally in opening up to understanding how much the impact. Did you ever watch High on the Hog and Netflix? The, the, uh, the, no. um, oh, you should watch that. It's okay. a, just a documentary, on High on the Hog. And it really breaks down like why we have, the foods we have here tracing back to a lot of, you know, the African-American cultural traditions that seeped into our everyday food culture. It's really Adding interesting. Adding that to my list. Do it, do it. Um, Otolenghi Test Kitchens, Shelf Love. Do you have any of the Otolenghi books? All three of them. You do, okay. Yeah, but I don't think I would buy this one. No? Um, I don't. It's an ambitious, innovative new series for the home cook. Oh, uh, oh, an interactive no, notebook style that they feature suggestions to adapt, spaces to write notes, and photography, all of which inspires you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Huh? That's not. This my is deal. mine. This is. I think I would like this. Yeah, for more experimental yeah. or like, like you want to make I, it your own. Right. Like I don't always follow the books anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? The recipe. I'm like, oh, I think I might throw some garlic in there or whatever. Okay. How about baking with Dory? S- sweet, salty, and simple. That was a top book. I have this book. She's great. She's great. Let Everything me just tell you what, great. level set, if yep. you need a bakery book and you are buying it as a gift for someone, the Dory books, Dory Greenspan is the goddess. You're never going to fail. You're never going to fail. Um, number four was Rodney Scott's World of Barbecue, Recipes and Perspectives from a Legendary Pitmaster. And Rodney Scott is, you know, uh, chef and owner of Whole Hog Barbecue in Charleston, South Carolina. I've been there. Have you really? I have. Oh, Very great. delicious. Did My you love it? lives there. Yeah. He's, you know what, he he's, I really like him and I love the fact that he also says, I'm not just going to be barbecue guy because I'm a black chef. He like does ramen and he does all His sorts of book great is interesting. Things. Yeah. I, I thought about getting it from my brother. I didn't, but I thought about it. Okay. Um, here's one that I think a lot of people thought about. Uh, cook this book. Techniques I like this book. that teach the recipe and recipes to repeat. It's Molly Baz. Do you know her? <sighs> not personally. I felt like I wanted to know her after looking at this book. Well, she was one of the Bon Appetit people. Okay, because she's got videos. And yeah, yeah no, she was one of the Bon Appetit like people, and so All that's right. why we know her. And she's really good at teaching and really being, like, she's test kitchen. Like, that's her That's her lane. Yep. And so then she knows how to explain things so that it's easier for you. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Doesn't it QR codes throughout the book that accesses, you know, the videos? Mm-hmm. I think that's really awesome. Um, number six, the Korean vegan cookbook by Joanne Lee Molinaro. Um, I haven't seen this one, but again, I don't buy vegan cookbooks. So. I looked at it and it was like, mm, oh, really? Not my favorite. But maybe for vegans, it's you mm-hmm. know, that's there's a better one though that's coming down on your list. Okay, that I liked more. Number seven, Life Is What You Bake It by Valerie Lomas. Um, it's a debut from a former attorney turned baker, winner of the season third season of the Great American Baking Show. Um, I don't have never seen this one divided into the following chapters, beginning with morning treats on France, cookies and bars, cobblers, pies, tarts. I mean, that sounds fun. Looks like there's a QR code to scan for tutorials for her. I was too. just noticing that two That's of these 10 books have QR codes. It's a great idea to cue to video books to video. Like uh, is, is this what I'm missing in this book. I, I miss a window in my cookbook. Uh, this is your first. So, but this is the kind of thing too, that you have to have someone that's, in collaboration and paying you because you can't afford oh, to do all this video production no. on your own with these QR codes. No. 
Absolutely not. No. Um, number eight to Asia with love by Hedy McKinnon. This, this is the one. This great. I don't have this one and I meant to get it. It's really good. And I never got it. So if you, if I can borrow it from you and just yeah, cook from it a little really bit. It's really good. But Hedy McKinnon is the, uh, she's the Australian Martha Stewart is what we like. She lives in Australia and she's, but she's a Chinese, uh, her parents are Chinese. So she's a Chinese, not American. She's a Chinese Australian, but she writes in just beautifully. And I think she lives in New York now, but she grew up there and she just writes about, um, she takes Asian recipes and her family's immigrant, you know, Chinese recipes and like centers them in places that aren't China and like the influences of area and, you know, like the the cultural fusion that comes to the next generations. I love this. I love her. Um, number nine is Med by Claudia Roden. Never have heard of this. No it's idea. on all these lists. And yeah. I would so like this. It's Mediterranean. Yeah. Cooking, how she cooks for family and friends. Yes. Because... I've never seen this before either. Uh-uh. And it's, it's on a lot of they these say, lists. Too. Yeah, beautiful ingredients and fuss-free cooking. Okay. And number 10, of course, my very favorite man, Mr. Nigel Slater, a cook's book by Nigel Slater. And it's written at his table during COVID. Many of the stories and recipes have been milling about for years. He's got, he's, I just, he, I cook like he cooks. He and I cook the same way, like very intuitively. Like I, he taught me how to do that. Yep. So I feel like I have a kindred spirit with this guy. And, um. I don't know. I just really like it. And I like that he, he puts, you know, he tells stories with it. So, mm-hmm. so there you go. Um, runners up includes that Carla Lolly music one. That sounds so good. The ripe figs, the one that you got me, the Sambal shock, shock one, one pot pan planet by Anna Jones. That's kind of like the one pot, one pan, one pot, one plan, one planet, planet, A greener way to cook for your family in the planet. Okay. Okay. Mooncakes and milk yeah, bread. Sound like good. That one. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of these. So I'm going to put these out and you guys can, we'll just, and then they have all these top 10 lists or the top New Zealand picks, top Canadian picks, top drink books, top vegetarian, vegan books. All of these are out and easy to find. So you don't have to worry about like pre-ordering and things like that. Top memoirs and books about food yes. is a list that maybe we should cover another day. Yeah, we should probably do that. I should probably read some of these though. Well, I think so. I mean, there's the Stanley Chuchis on there, you know, his Anthony one. Bourdain and Lori Wooliver. Yeah. Did you ever read that? No. There's two was Bourdain producer. Books. Yeah. Oh no, there's one. Oh, she has two on there. No. World Travel and a Reverent <laughs> Guide by Anthony Bourdain and Lori Wooliver. And then... Bourdain, the definitive oral biography. That's the one that ripped on. Oh, right. What's her butt? Yeah. Um, I can't. Uh, uh, the girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Eating okay. to extinction. Crying in H Mart was a very big one. That was a big popular one. The Michelle's Honor one where it's like being in H Mart and anyway. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. So I'm I haven't surprised read the one I gave you, the Korean one, wasn't on there. Oh, yeah. Where, um, because that was a good book. Yeah, that was a good book. All right. Okay, there you go. We're going to put this one. I'm going to just right now put it right onto the uh, Facebook page so you guys have it. And we are going to take a quick break. And we come back, we are going to wrap it up for you. So we'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today on uh, the last Saturday of January. That's where we sit. So we're, we're heading Bye. into February. <laughs> going to be fresh 2022 let's if you're with me raise your hands Woo! Woo! Pump well let's in the be clear like, bye last saturday of january <laughs> goodbye good riddance don't let the door hit you on the way out uh so february 1st is the lunar new year so it's the chinese new year fresh it's a fresh it's a it's a redo fresh. if you missed it. your if you thought like whoops whoops january one whoops. was supposed to be the redo but everybody was ill you get a do-over <laughs> So this starts on Monday, and it's the new Lunar New Year, and I gotta say... Okay, I love this. I know! 
it's a redo. It's a redo. Love. And so I'm going to tell you a couple things. One, uh, Rainbow Chinese has a great Lunar New Year menu that you can just order for takeout. It's the year of the tiger, by the way, which is great because the tiger is the king of the animals in the Chinese culture. And it is uh, it is about bravery. It is about confidence. That's what tigers symbolize. So if you have somebody who's born in the year of a tiger, if you are someone who's been born in the year of tiger, this is a great year for you. I'm here for it. Boom. Bravery. Yeah, bravery, confidence. That's I need some of that. You do. I know. I think we all do. I mean, I think we've all been shaken and it's time to, you know, maybe center and move forward in a very careful and coiled way. (laughs) But with confidence. You're going to laugh. This is my, I'm going on vacation next week and this is my goal. I'm going to read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, which is all about the creative like transformation, which I don't want to. Yeah, so I'm reading that. But also, like, I just have to get, like, over my imposter syndrome. Yes. So I have, like, a week to do it to really just think and to, like, get centered. Okay. I think imposter syndrome is a thing that I know a lot of people deal with. We all do in some way, shape, or form. And maybe there's a good way to say, like, I'm just going to not listen to the voices that tell me that I'm not this person that I'm projecting. Like, bravery and confidence. This year, the tiger, I am going to embrace it. And I'm going to... You're February the tiger first. That gives me You're one more tiger. day of what? You're the tiger. Yes. I love it. Um, so that's, I also, yeah, you, I support. Like, I'm going to come back from a trip and like Rachel's going to be like, dun, 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 dun. Oh my God. Dun, dun, dun. Can you also though then like not tiger all over me? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> I want to not, but I probably will. Because, like, maybe, you know, I can, like, otherwise, does that make me, like, the prey? I don't know. Can we both be tigers? Yes. You can can. be the feminine tiger. Do we think that I'm a feminine tiger? (laughs) You have a pretty lion's mane. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that so much. Wisdom, not silver. Knowledge rather than gold. What is this? This is a saying that has just appeared to me. Okay. Well, um... Are you going to do any of the uh, Winter Carnival fun stuff or any of the Great, Nor- Great Northern stuff happening this weekend? To be perfectly honest, sort of. Oh. Um, I'm going to a, I don't know, women like to have sleepovers. Do you, I, you and I are the same about this. We don't want to come sleep at your house. No. We like to come to your house, but we don't want to sleep over. We're not going to wear our jammies. But I have a friend that lives in... Wisconsin, and she has a new house there, and she's got six of us coming for a sleepover. Okay, tonight. I, yes. Okay. And I, against my better judgment, okay, but Wisconsin is is a thing though, maybe a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, like it depends on the distance. It's like forty five minutes, so we're gonna. So she's like, like Hudson-y, like, yeah, okay. do the sleepover. Okay. And I'm in charge of soup, so I've been like all week, like, okay, what kind of soup am I gonna make? And I go down to my freezer and I open it up. And it is so full. There's like a Heggie's pizza floating on the top that can barely. You can. It's like just wedged in there. Yeah. So I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. It's a choose your own soup adventure. Yes. I love it. So I have eight quarts of soup I'm bringing. I got zucchini curry. I got chili. I got potato. I I mean, literally, I have wild rice. I have carrot ginger. I have pumpkin. You could mix those. I would put some carrot. Into my wild rice. That's funny. I know. Yeah, I guess maybe people could. I'm like, I've got a soup bar planned. That's I you have my to friend. like have a whole bunch of like hot pots though. We have Crocs, and I also am like, I'll put a couple in the microwave. I'll do a couple on the stove, a couple of Crocs. But pop, I'm like, pop some popcorn to put on top. We're having for soup bar. Yeah, I've got 
croutons you got that croutons? I made okay. and some green onions and some parsley. That's that's about it. Maybe but, some good fat olive oil to drizzle. I on thought some about things. that. Actually, I love that on my potato soup. That's what my favorite thing is. And I thought about like, do I need like maybe a little Parmesan cheese and maybe shreds. like maybe some prosciutto to crumble up too. Yeah, that so, might be good. Yeah, we're. Having I'm all about bar. you know. But I, I called my friend because I thought of you when I brought you the snack box. Yeah, and I was like, is she gonna think like that? I just cleared out my freezer of leftovers and brought it to the party. Because I got to like make it seem like it's better than that. So yeah. I was like, it's a choose your own soup adventure. Yeah, yeah. She okay. was like, I love it. Just love it. Love it. Love it. No, I love that. I think that's a great idea. That's perfect. Yeah. But I, it is true. If it's farther enough away. I mean, I left somebody's house last night at like one. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, I have, I have to be in my bed. I and I have to like, I have my own one. things that I have to do. And, you know, How no. can, I'm so tired lately. <laughs> it's, it is the hibernation <laughs> oh, month. God, like nine this o'clock. I'm like, are we still awake? Yeah. Is it time? Is and it? if you're not doing anything good, like I'm trying to read this book from my book club that I'm just slogging through. Really? Like life is too short. I'm 28% and I'm just going to leave you here, friend. Yeah. No, I think if you get to 30, I think, you, and it's not, it's still is not that, working for okay. you. I'm about a third. I give you a third. And if I don't, although... There are some things that it's been, if it, the book has been given to me by somebody else, and I feel like, wh- why are they loving or this? Or they and say I, it's great. No, that, I mean, like, usually they give you something because they're like, you're yeah. going to love this. And then I'm like, A, who do you think I am? And then B, why am I not getting this? Is this me? Am that's I not getting That's how I felt this? about that book, Over Story by Richard Ford. I, that's how I love that book. Oh, I know. But, that that, but I recognize that that book is A, huge, and B, not for everybody. Yeah. Like, I would never give that book to anybody who... I would only give it to someone who I know is like a, a tree person, like a big tree person and yeah. a sciencey weird tree person. Yes. Thank you. So I would never give that to you, but, okay. but I love that book. That book changed me a little bit. Yeah. And my mother-in-law loved it too. Yeah. And but yeah. that's okay. No, thanks. All right. Um, I want to give you some notes of some new stuff happening in town. Um, new things that are afoot. Uh, are you going to the airport to this yes. next week? So I want you to know about the farmer's fridge which has launched at the airport. So the farmer's fridge is a thing that I have been watching, by the way, for years because they started in Chicago and I think it's a great idea. And it's a vending machine for salad. Great. <laughs> and that sounds so crazy because we nope. were like, what? But they have fresh commissary kitchens. They go and they load the machines up. I want this so bad. It's at the airport. Thank they you. They have finally. And that's where I want it. Exactly. I just like. On your concourse. Like, yep. don't you want to like, you basically punch your thing in, you get like a squash salad, you get a green goddess, you get Yum. a chicken Caesar. Great. It comes in a little like mason jar. You open it, you mix it together with a fork so that it's you have your dressing in there. Remember the shaker from I McDonald's? I know. That fit in your cup? Yep. Mm-hmm. Thing? Like, I loved that thing. Yeah. So this is what that is. So you don't have to go to McDonald's at the airport. You yep. can get a salad thing. Here's what I love. They've put one by baggage claim. So that means when you're coming home and you're thinking, like, I've just had this huge, crazy vacation. Hmm. And sometimes, you know, you're like, also, I don't want to cook at home, because, but it's too late. And I think, I'm going to go grab... A salad from the farmer's fridge. All right. <laughs> That's well, we don't have any time for anything else. You know. <laughs> love you. Bye, friends. Ciao, ciao, everybody. Thanks for all the birthday wishes. I love you.